Hello and welcome to Doctors for All. My name is Simran. And my name's Abdul. And we are a group of final year medical students passionate about healthcare for everyone. This is the podcast where we talk to the experts, raise awareness about health inequalities, and explore the ways in which we, as health professionals, can tackle them together. So whether you're a doctor, nurse, pharmacist, student, or health leader, this is Doctors for All. We hope that you can learn something new with us today. Welcome to this six-part series with eminent professor, author, public health physician and speaker, Professor Samir Gray, talking about how we can help people live longer, better. Sir Gray was knighted in 2005 for his contributions to the health service, including developing Britain's breast, cervical and maternal and child screening programmes, creating the National Library for Health, the Cochrane Collaboration and much more. Currently, he is the director of the Optimal Ageing Programme and in this series we examine what exactly happens to us as we live longer and what can we do about it. Welcome to the second episode of the series where we talk about fitness. In the last episode, we spoke about aging, and I said the science is now very clear that aging is not something that causes major problems until the late 90s. It does have an effect, though. It affects your maximum level of ability, like the pulse rate, and reduces resilience, the ability to cope with challenges like a trip or a year's lockdown. So what we do know is what happens is that is loss of fitness. Now, fitness is a, a word we use often, and it's usually associated with images of young people at gyms and in leotards. But in fact, fitness becomes increasingly important the longer we live. Uh, what, what do we mean by fitness? Well, there are, there are two ways of measuring fitness. One is the maximum level of ability, and the other is the quickness with which you can recover from a challenge. And as you see, these are very similar to the characteristics of aging. And this is one of the reasons why we confuse fitness and aging. And it's only in the last five years, really, that we've become much clearer that many of the things that happen to us as we live longer are due to loss of fitness. Now, the reason for that is that we live in a modern environment an environment dominated by the car, the computer, the desk job. And this is really just the last two generations. So for hundreds of generations, we've been very active, and now the environment is different. So for most people, they start to lose fitness from the early 20s on, and a fitness gap opens up between how able they are and how able they could be. And Mm. that is what we are focused on. Because by the time you've been sitting like I have for 50 years, you've lost a lot of all four aspects of fitness. Yeah, and I think that's something that um, I started to notice as a 24-year-old loss of fitness. Um, So as you said, a loss of fitness is often confused for the natural ageing process. But what are the four aspects of fitness that we lose then? And the four, the four aspects of fitness all begin with the letter S. Strength, 
stamina, suppleness, and skill. Uh, strength, for example. I mean, we in medicine talk about sarcopenia as though it's a real disease. But everyone's losing muscle because they're sitting down. And people who keep using muscles, they don't lose. They lose a little bit, but it's nothing like what we think of as normal aging. So people need to do strength exercises every day. Then there's stamina. And the best thing to do to maintain stamina is brisk walking. It's called exercise of medium intensity. Just enough to let you know you're breathing a little bit more quickly, but you're still able to carry on a conversation. That's medium intensity exercise. And it should really be 30 minutes a day, five days a week. It doesn't need to be 30 minutes in one lump. So parking your car 10 minutes away from the hospital or the office is another approach. And I'm really sorry for GPs because most of them are only doing about 2,000 steps a day now from switching their computer on in the morning to the time they go home. Then there's suppleness, and that's partly due to elastin being lost in the ligaments and tendons, but mostly due to inactivity. And finally, skill, the coordination, the ability to react quickly to a trip or stumble. And that is lost because we don't, we don't use these neurological systems nearly often enough. Walking on rough ground, for example, is much better at keeping the skill and so too is dancing. So all four aspects of fitness are lost the longer we live. Okay, yeah, so that's um, really interesting. And I think actually the that strength is really important as well as stamina, suppleness and skill. And so how would you recommend incorporating that into our daily lives, all those four elements? Well, I think the, the, the stamina is relatively easy. It's the 30 minutes of brisk walking. And if you want to know what brisk walking is, download the One U app, www.nhs.uk slash O-N-E-Y-O-U. And we launched this so oh, about eight years ago. And it actually measures walking very well. And I see I've done today, um, I've done 30 minutes of brisk walking. I do all my phoning when I'm walking, for example. Yeah. Then for strength, stamina, and skill, and if people are here or thinking of their mums and dads or grandparents, I think you need the daily dozen, 12 minutes a day uh, for strength, skill, mm. and suppleness. Uh, 14 minutes if you're over 80, um, mm. and 15 minutes if you're over 90. I'm missing out the number between 12 and 14 for obvious reasons. So the daily dozen, get your mum or dad or grandparents to do at least 12 minutes a day. Look at the www.nhs.uk website and type in strength and flex and you'll see lots of good exercises. It's also very good to get a, a, a trainer or a teacher of yoga or Pilates or Tai Chi. Um, even now and again, it's very good. And remember, exercise is even better in groups. It's even better outdoor. And it's even better if you're exercising to raise money for a good cause. So... Um, yeah. Get your grandparents signed up to raise money for the World Wildlife Trust. Get them walking or yeah. cycling or doing something like that for a good exactly, point. Exactly. It can be a, a group activity and having people to hold you accountable as well yeah, and doing true. the things that you enjoy. Yeah. People need a bit of push. People like me, age 76, we need a bit of push. We need yeah. information <laughs> that aging is not a major problem, that fitness yeah. is even more important with every year that passes. Mm. And as we'll discuss in the next podcast, becomes even more important 
if you get one or more long-term conditions. But that summarizes fitness. Sometimes people don't like the word fitness, so we sometimes talk about resilience. But it's the same thing. It's the ability to respond to a challenge. That was Samir Gray talking about loss of fitness and how it affects us as we live longer. Thank you, Mia. And we look forward to joining you in the next episode where we talk about disease.